moving to grandma's house. Oh, moving to grandma's house. <laughs> Bug flew in my mouth. Let's go. Meet Cricket Green. Hi there. He and his family are moving from the country into the big city. Wow. I know a lot about the city. In fact, I know a secret way people in the city get around. Nope, never mind. Follow me. And they're crashing at Grandma's place. Grandma! And ah! ah! I teach you to be late, I could have died. Now give me a hug. Tag along with Cricket. This ain't nothing like back home, Dad. His sister Tilly. I have seen danger, and I love it. His dad, Bill. Kids, help Dad out! And his Grandma. Show yourselves, bandits! Together, Cricket and his family will take on the big city one adventure at a time. That guy looks friendly, just minding his own business. Coming this summer on Disney Channel. Welcome one and all to the podcast without a cool acronym. The podcast where we review Disney television animation shows. I'm your host, Chandler Deroshay. Joining me today via Zoom, we have Micah Hirsch. Hi, I'm here to talk about the Disney-owned show with a yellow-skinned family and a mischievous 10-year-old boy. Scott Sandler? This is a country club speculation podcast, right? Joining us for the first time on the podcast without a cool acronym, we have Andrew Reyes from Ad Productions on Twitter. Is this a country club? I'm now confused at where I just wandered into. And also joining us for the very first time, we have Joe Machado. I'm just here for the goats. <laughs> did, I, did i pronounce that right joe? yes yes you did great all right um so the main reason why i wanted to have our friend joe on the podcast today is because today we are talking about big city greens and joe here actually has his own farm i do i do it's 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 very different but yes. uh it's... <laughs> yeah, he, has, he has goats and they are adorable and he also has a lot of pigs in there adorable as well do the goats yell like people yes and they want to be <laughs> fed constantly <laughs> so not too far off from people <laughs> no not they, they, you know and they'll they'll trick you too you can feed them and then half an hour later they'll act like they haven't eaten in a week so today <laughs> we're here to talk about big city greens on uh, the show created by the houghton brothers chris and shane yeah chris and shane houghton created big city greens and the show is basically kind of like the beverly hillbillies as an animated show but not it feels it feels a lot more sincere than that i would say like it, it, the, the kids still act like normal kids you know yeah and that's what mm -hmm. i really like about it um so what is everyone here's connection to the show have you guys watched it before or is it the first time you're watching it with, with me today? i've i've followed from I, I remember when it was picked up I, um, and then it getting to premiere and then I watched it premiere. For a while I was, I guess, a little more indifferent, but now I'm just a fan and really enjoying it. I've seen bits and pieces of it when we were put Disney Channel on in a hotel room, but I haven't like sat down and watched a whole episode yet. So this is kind of going to be a first for me. I have never seen this show, uh, uh, although I have like uh, kind of like, Joe, he uh, like I've seen bits and pieces, but only like 
when I flip to Disney Channel and Disney XD, and it's just the end of the episode. So I just barely missed the show. Well, you just get to the part where Cricket sings that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but no, I have never seen a single like full episode of Big City Greens. So this will be a first. I've been watching the show um, for a while now. Um, I like that it feels very different from the other stuff that's on Disney Channel right now. Um, like it's not as like there have been a couple of big heavy story episodes, but in general, it's not as it's more episodic. There's like a continuity, but it's not like an overarching big epic story, obviously, because oh. not the plot of the show. <laughs> it's much more slice of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think I think Gravity Falls obviously was a huge influence in shows like, of course, Amphibia and also The Owl House. And oh, I love that, but <laughs> there's room for shows that are more episodic too. I, I think I think it's good that we have um, Big City Greens to kind of balance things out. Um, yeah, this is a fun, very funny show with you know likable characters. Um, yeah. I, so I um, hadn't really watched the show until the pandemic hit and. I'm sitting in my room with Disney Plus. I'm like, okay, what's on? What all is on here? I think I'll get caught up on Big City Greens because I kind of seen little bits and pieces of it here and there, like the rest of you. But as I've mentioned before, I don't have cable, so uh, it's it's not like I really have Disney Channel playing. It's more like I've just um, seen it because I've seen other um, Disney Channel stuff. But I sat down to watch it and I got through. The entire first season, I have not watched any of season two yet because it's all on Disney now and I haven't had the time to like sit down and watch it. Uh, but I definitely want to get caught up, especially since um, I think it was a few, it was about a week or so ago as we were recording this that um, they did a whole episode that's kind of poking fun at the whole process of making yeah. a cartoon for an entire episode. Yeah. And it is glorious. I love it so much, especially the bit where they take the finished storyboards and they they like put them all in a catapult with like a boulder and they um, do this whole ritual where they're like make it move make it move and the the, <laughs> the the stuff has destination South Korea written on it and they shoot it to South Korea like, oh on top of the building oh, yeah. there yeah the how animation works episode kind of went and they're like okay let's get to work. <laughs> I, I love, also I love that because I don't think I don't think a show is like actually acknowledged in universe before that it's like yeah all the animations done overseas these days yeah yeah I also want to say uh what's the point of having Disney now when we have Disney plus because Disney, Disney now, now puts in- episodes up when they come out versus uh, plus where you have to wait until uh, like the whole season's done oh so it's like literally Disney now and then Disney plus the amount of days it takes to wait yeah the 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 one disney channel show this uh, is like the secrets of silver springs or something like that they're putting the episodes up like as they come out on disney plus i'm like okay can we get more of that please yeah great because not Um, everyone has cable anymore but but before disney plus existed disney now was kind of it was it basically was what Disney Plus is. It kind of was, except it, had, it was exclusively it, it had like full, it full had full library series. Yeah. yeah. I do think yeah. that Disney like, Plus has more. Like I mean, not, when, not just when Go Meets World left Netflix, popped oh, yeah. up right away on Disney Now. Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And speaking of something about 
current season episodes that might not come up for a while otherwise. Uh, Big City Greens happened to make canon one of the ship teases of a certain cross, uh, a certain Lilo and Stitch crossover. Which one was that? Um, Gloria's parents are voiced oh, yeah. by the voices of uh, Grandpa Long and Mrs. Hasegawa. Oh, okay. So it's like a behind-the-scenes sort of Easter egg. As I said before, bringing up Lilo and Stitch, I'm planning on doing a whole month where I talk about those crossover episodes that they did because that was all just insane. I I don't think I ever saw a single crossover episode, and I grew up in that era. Four of them. They did Recess, Proud Family, Kim Possible, American Dragon, Jake Long. Did they have another? I don't remember. I think those were the four of them. Although yeah. it didn't, it didn't make sense for Nickelodeon to cross over well, Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents, but they did it anyways. That three was, times. I still can't <laughs> believe that that actually happened, and they like went. It's for because it. their names rhyme. They had to do it because their names rhyme. The main character's oh. names rhyme. First name. Oh, so you, have to, <laughs> you have to do a crossover. It's the only. I have the a difference. dog bark now. If you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> the difference oh. is J and T. All right, yeah. well, we're getting off onto a lot of tangents. Okay, so yeah. Why don't Why don't we go ahead and watch the episode? Big City yeah. Greens. <laughs> All right, the very gonna, first episode, right? Yeah, we're gonna be watching the very first episode, and we'll be right back to talk about it and share our thoughts with it right yeah. here on the podcast without a cool acronym. Long ago, in a faraway land, there was a prosperous studio run by a middle-aged CEO. In an era of princesses and flashy musical numbers, the studio decided to go in a different direction, and thus their most unique creation was born. And they called it, The Emperor's New Groove. But The Emperor's New Groove is more than just one movie. There's an entire expanded Grooveverse out there, and I intend to explore it all on The Emperor's New Podcast. Hi, I'm Micah Hirsch, and I'll be your host on this whimsical journey as I'm joined by special guests to discuss every corner of this underrated franchise, from movies to television to theme parks. You can hear all about it on The Emperor's New Podcast, available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Be sure to stop by and give it a listen, and remember, beware the groove! Hey everyone, so obviously this past year has been an absolute train wreck for everyone. For a while, my mom had been able to work from home, but she was laid off from her job at the end of October, and it's been really, really tough for her to find a job in her field. She was recently accepted into an MBA program so that she can actually get her master's degree, and was expecting to be able to pay for the whole thing, but then the tax refund she was counting on was unexpectedly withheld, so she set up a GoFundMe to help pay for it. If you can help out, that would be absolutely amazing, and even if you can't donate, if you could just share it, that would be a huge help. Just search for Malia DeRoche on GoFundMe. Okay, so we just watched Big City Greens, episode one, Welcome Home slash Space Chicken. That was a lot of fun. That was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) That that was honestly like a really, like just a fun, uh, it was just really funny. I I really enjoyed it. (laughs) I thought it was phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) I, ha- I have in my notes twice, I just mentioned this as we started the call, I have in my notes twice, Tilly Green must be protected at all costs. Yes. <laughs> she's, she's, so, she's so great. I love her. Um, one, uh, one thing that's kind of been said is that Tilly, Tilly's kind of a cross between um, 
I, um, yeah. Mabel Pines and Lisa Simpson. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can um, totally see wait that. Wait a minute. Um, I actually watched uh, on YouTube, Space Chicken is paired with Steak Night. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, do you and remember what happened YouTube? in Welcome Home still? That's the one where they're, where they're they're just getting into the city and their car gets towed. Well, yeah, no, none of the rest of us watch Steak Night, so that's okay. We I, can, I, can... I watched the YouTube one, too. <laughs> oh, you watched YouTube one? Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Okay, oh. so, all right, that's kind of... I didn't realize that. Um, that's weird that they're paired differently. Okay, well, yeah, I remember well, what happened that, in that, that episode, too. I know what happened with Milo Murphy's Law when, when the first episode was paired with uh, the Undergrounders on YouTube... But they put it with, uh, I think, Sunny Side Up on when it premiered the first time. It makes a lot more sense the way they did it actually on television, I think. Because the first episode is all about them moving into the... Right. That's weird that they paired it differently on YouTube. I didn't realize that. Um, okay, so... Well, this is a little unusual, but all right. So welcome home. Um basically they're just getting into the city and it's very hectic and they're just you know not used to it at all it's just like like it's basically like any big city. i like that the city is just called big city it's, yeah, and it's big literally city. it can be literally anywhere you don't have the people that are going to be asking well where is big city it's like it's it's it, it, it doesn't matter yeah yeah to me, like when they were uh, like all the moments and the jokes that they were kind of going through, like as far as trying to just like get like navigate through the big city. Yeah, I honestly really related with quite a bit of them because <laughs> um, before I owned my own car, you know, oh, I had to course. take the, I had to take the city bus to school. And um, it, it definitely, you know, <laughs> when they were like, uh or when like when cricket was like riding in style and that, like it, this is this is uh you know like i guess if it's a nice bus ride or whatever but then all these like <laughs> sketchy characters like then turn their heads <laughs> yeah and there's yeah. one older people and then there's the one guy made of rats yeah. just made of rats <laughs> just just it's a coat it's a trench coat filled with rats <laughs> <laughs> um so the three things that that kind of come back later are there's a dude just giving out energy drinks for free i guess called splish splish (laughs) there's another there's another um oh no um tilly gets a bunch of breadcrumbs to feed a pigeon that looks like the pigeon that's also from that one episode of animaniacs it kind of reminded me of that of um, the one bird from Finding Dory. Yeah, yeah. that too. Just kind of the the the, the kind of cracked out pigeon that's just like you do not <laughs> want to touch this bird. You will you will come down with some. You will probably start the next pandemic if you. There's touch the, this bird. the the truck gets towed. Yeah, the truck. And oh, the, yeah. Other, the other the other um, the other thing is there's um, cr- uh, cricket sets off a car alarm. Yeah. Mm. And um, those all come back. It's a, it's a nice bit of setup and setup and payoff when they finally make yeah. it back to the the impound lot, and they use those three things to to defeat the the guard dogs and get the the truck out. Side thing, um, the license plate on the truck, which is I believe the truck is called the Cludge, um, <laughs> says A one fourteen, which is a parody of A one thirteen, which is. <laughs> 
a reoccurring thing in a bunch of Disney movies and also The Simpsons and some other cartoons because it was a room at CalArts where a bunch of people went together. So it's the slightly <laughs> less famous classroom at CalArts. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the other the other classroom it's that the no broom one ever closet speaks next of. to that that classroom at CalArts. Yeah. Only only the people ha- that worked on Big City Greens were in that class and this is there. Yeah. <laughs> yep, there we go. They were in that broom closet. <laughs> they came up with this show in the uh, meantime so then moving on to the episode that most of us actually watched um yeah. <laughs> so space chicken um basically the the whole episode opens with crooked and tilly just like doing donuts and whatever on a on a tractor mudding <laughs> they were just mudding and, and there's this brief montage where it's like yeah so we started or no it wasn't a tractor it was a ride on lawnmower yeah lawnmower. um but the kids and kids and they're like, oh, we mowed, we mowed, we mowed our lawn, and then we mowed other lawns, and then things got kind of, kind of, kind of crazy. <laughs> just trying to get on the freeway. I love that. I love that Tilly just says, "I have seen danger," and I love, I love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and Cricket runs up to the guy passing by, but it's angled so that it's basically running up to us and introducing himself. Right. Yeah, which explains why it was the first premiered episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It kind of feels like like between um, these two episodes, it feels like one was the pilot where they just kind of set everything up, and the other was kind of like this the is kind of story. just the actual first episode where it's just it kind of like this of? is what they typically will do. It's kind of like how they they shot an episode, or they shot a couple of episodes of Fraggle Rock before they had worked out what the actual pilot was going to be like, mm-hmm. and then they went back and kind of set everything up with like this is why Traveling Matt is going off where he's going, and kind of set everything into motion that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Chris is kind of like a Fraggle. <laughs> <laughs> What? There's <laughs> <laughs> something I thought of. But then Cricket gets the idea to launch a chicken into space. With such a random idea, too. Such a random like... idea, but it's like, sure, why not? The thing is, um, as as Big City Greens is starting to premiere, there was another um, animated series around that time produced by Disney of Europe the Middle East and Africa called Space Chickens in Space. <laughs> what? Yes. Is this and a... I was expecting it to like maybe come to our Disney XD around that time and then they would put the premiere of Big City Greens and the premiere of Space Chickens in Space together. I'm, I'm assuming it never did. No. It's one it's of those things where it's fun. like... Where, where it's like, no, this stayed in the region it was produced in and never left it. Like, um, le- like, like the Stitch anime. Yeah. So there, that there was, was that, a, that was weird when I found out that Stitch had an anime. Well, it's wild. And then, and then there's an a anime and there's party. another series that's set in China. They're both completely separate. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, as far as like that space chicken, just maybe that was just the creators of big city greens shouting out uh the I, I space chickens from space really coincidental. are we going to talk about steak night like does anyone who watched this version remember 
that episode. Yeah, I remember that episode. That, I, I'm actually glad that this ended up happening because we can talk about Chip Whistler. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember like there's a few lines I remember that I really like. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Steak night was in yeah. Steak night, and the the farmers market was the next one, I believe. Yeah, no, you know, Chip Whistler's not in Steak night. They do go to Wholesome Foods at the beginning, but Chip Whistler's not in it. Um, wholesome okay, foods. Still- <laughs> yes, Wholesome Foods. That's the <laughs> that is the the store that ends up kind of Chip Whistler kind of becomes the recurring um, antagonist of the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's uh, like this, he's like the Mark Zuckerberg of organic food. <laughs> okay, now I really feel like after this, I'm gonna watch Steak yes. Night, anyways. Now, like, well, so, so he's not in that one. I, I got confused. He's in, hang on, or I'll watch like the rest of the show because there's the one that's like the farmer's market. Let me, okay, so hold on. Is that the oh, one with the other building? I'm spoiling. I haven't heard of Marie Harrington who is uh, Tilly's voice actress until Big City Greens. But I was I was watching... Yeah, it's episode five, Supermarket Scandal. That's the first one where Chip Whistler comes in. Comes yeah. in. yeah. Fake Night is the one where they they go to, like, the subway or something. Yeah. yeah. That's right. They okay, lose the so, stakes in the subway. So let's talk about Space Chicken first, and then we can talk about uh, okay. Steak Night. Right. Because I remember <laughs> Steak Night. Steak Night was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's so that's why I totally got it mixed up with another episode. Um, when they're like launching, when okay, when they're like first trying the like launching the chicken into space and it kind of just fails, it's like on a seesaw. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. They just kind of snatch this random kid from the sidewalk, or they're just kind of like, "Hey, you want to help us launch a chicken into space?" And He's then, like, sure, violin lessons be darned. And that, of course, is Remy. <laughs> And Remy. who ends up becoming a voice by Zeno Robinson, who has like a bunch of uh, voice by who? Anime and Western animation now. He's really kind of rising up there. Wait, voice by who? Zeno Robinson. Zeno oh. Robinson. Oh, he sounds familiar, like as far as yeah, just the voice, the voice in general. In just the last uh, few years. There's one bit um, in the seesaw where they're doing a seesaw and Tilly says, holy cow, and then there's a cow. There's a cow? <laughs> there's just a cow. <laughs> Do you think that that's an FCC requirement that if you say holy cow, you have to then show a cow, like with Jesus? I don't think so. <laughs> In fact, Expecting them to put funny. a halo on top. <laughs> that'd be funny if, if you can't even say holy cow unless there's an actual cow there. If, if any of but you is are, it holy? Damn you, S&P! Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> any of you are still watching it, the Pokemon anime, he's the voice of Go. Yeah, you can't use hmm. the Lord's name in vain in a TV show unless you show the Lord afterwards. Oh. It's an FCC rule. And so that's you why, say... like, Family Guy, whenever he says Jesus Christ, it'll then show Jesus Christ is there. Which in a way, it's kind of better, but... And then uh, one of the chickens escape, and apparently... Yeah a catering party that uh that the coffee place is doing well yeah uh, well, so i was confused about that i'm like why is the why is big coffee selling chicken or fish like that's a, that's a i mean i can well, see but, maybe having a chicken salad i guess but like why would they have fish i don't think they well, figured out you're fired afterward and then she moved to big coffee no because she's working fired. at big coffee wearing the big coffee um big coffee the uh, apron and stuff yeah, Gloria mm. is voiced by I forget her name. The same, the same voice actress who voices 
Oh, I forgot her name too. <laughs> <laughs> Who voices Sasha in Amphibia? Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Should we question why there's like elastic see-through like like pants spandex or something in grandma's drawer it's best not to question it yeah i wouldn't touch we, that it's, the whole well, they did the grandma <laughs> and then having to get having to get having to get through without waking her up and like she owns a sword <laughs> so <laughs> how, do, do we know how grandma lost her leg uh i don't remember I don't I know because they, they mentioned in the first episode that um, the dad lost one of his fingers due to a hay baling accident. And oh, yeah, another- that, that I was wondering about that. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's another episode at this. This is a spoiler, but I, I really want to talk about this joke because mm-hmm. it's in a Disney show um, where there's these biscuits that grandma makes and she only gives them to people when they're hurt. And right. the dad says, I even consider chopping off another finger. <laughs> yeah that's so, so kind of dark holding up his finger <laughs> and oh my god wow <laughs> that's and right i forgot about like, that like surely i don't need them all that's a bit like that's a bit much yes i mean those biscuits are good but are they that good they, they must be like i don't know they must god, be now, like honey butter biscuits or something oh god now i want biscuits <laughs> okay, when this is over i'm gonna have some brownies from Domino's. <laughs> uh, so, so Joe, do you think anyway. that if your daughter watches this, she will try to launch a chicken into space? I mean, there is a, a real possibility. It's, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be long. I wouldn't want a chicken. Like, like chickens are valuable, man. They lay eggs. I'd be. Yeah, when, when, people started, when people started crowding around the launch, I was honestly looking out to see if I'd recognize anyone as like you know recurring recurring yeah. character Re- recurring characters and no luck yeah it's all just <laughs> a bunch of random extras also when uh uh is is the character's name Gloria I I, I'm, I don't Gloria yeah the, 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 the waitress oh. at the uh, yeah. yeah okay because when she when when Gloria brings back uh Cricket, cricket from yeah. that uh I, one of the customers is just is just like there was a chicken in my chicken salad and it ate some of it <laughs> i can't confirm that is something that would happen great he's a cannibal now <laughs> great he's a cannibal i can't now. give pudge, pudge tuna because i'd be an abomination yeah i i, I can fish. say that's definitely something that a, a chicken would do <laughs> yeah. given the opportunity so uh, they're, they're not picky. do that too they, they don't know any better now there's, i just uh, now i know in the moana series <laughs> and then the flock of chickens there is gonna be a town and it turns into chaos there is gonna be a moana series on yeah Disney i was gonna yeah. say so they, like they find when, uh they find a firework that they want to yeah. try to launch the one chicken that they've been trying to so launch big as Sid would say. They use a magnifying glass to light the fuse. I'm like, oh my god, and where they're doing a Toy Story up in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's they're gonna be like, yeah, wait a minute, Toy this Story. is a rocket. Rockets explode. And it goes <laughs> and it falls. Yeah, up. it's a dud. It's they a dud. paid thirty dollars for that firework out at the reservation and it didn't go off or anything. It it like there's little <laughs> sparks and a flag, a US flag pops out and then it <laughs> <laughs> Like one, of those, one of those fake guns that have the boom flag. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I was, I was just gonna, I was, I was gonna say earlier, like, uh, as far as the chicken cannibalism thing, because <laughs> um, they're doing, like, they're doing a Moana series. Now I just want to see, hey, hey, just eating chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they sh- they showed Moana eating pork in front of Pua, so I was like. Yeah. <laughs> They could totally do that joke in the series if they wanted to. Man, <sighs> really go for some pulled pork. And then, <laughs> and then with this, with the area in chaos, Cricket's like, "We did it! We saved everyone! We did <laughs> it! We saved the city!" Yeah, uh, it was basically a wormy moment. That's yeah. not foreshadowing or anything. Hint, hints for. Something that might be coming soon. I'm not going to say anything else. Because basically the, the firework fails and they just start launching chickens j- <laughs> just willy-nilly and it's just angry birds chaos. It's literally ang- it's angry chickens. Angry chickens. Yes. The very first chicken he launches. Literally rapid fire. Yep. And then at the end, his dad, he sa- his dad comes out and says, what's going on? He says, we did it, dad. We did what you asked. <laughs> I actually love when like they actually... They actually do launch the chicken into space. Yeah. But I love that when the chicken comes back, it's this inspiring moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like in, in, in this like sports movie or something where it's, <laughs> they it. just kind of nod to each other or something. Yeah. And of course, you know, I believe in you. <laughs> I still believe in you. <laughs> oh, I also want to mention the moment in, because uh, I didn't, me- I don't think I mentioned this when we were recording. Uh, I want to mention the moment in Welcome Home where uh, they're running from the guard dog yeah. uh, at the towing place and Tilly runs past the slide that she, that's there and then she realizes, she's like, oh, wait, hang on. And she goes back and climbs up the ladder, goes down the slide. I'm like, Wee! Tilly Green must be protected at all costs. <laughs> and then she keeps running. That. And then she and just she keeps running. running. That's that's totally my attention span. Whenever it, like whenever I have to leave the parks or something like that, I'm just like, can we ride this? <laughs> can I ride one more thing, please. <laughs> when I was younger, I would pitch serious fits when we would have to leave a theme park mm. or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just hope Tilly got a tetanus shot after going down that down that slide. Yeah. Mm. Well, she's a mm. cartoon. <laughs> that's yeah. I know. <laughs> Wasn't that I'm actually in a... Like, I'm actually looking forward to, um, as part of the big road trip that I'm doing, um, one of the places I'm going to end up going is uh, there's this place in St. Louis called the City Museum that's like this whole collection of different like installation art. And there's a whole bunch of like like slides that are also like artwork. It's crazy. Wow. Oh, yeah. Or like stuff that's been repurposed. Yeah. You know, other things. It's really cool. Um. Mm-hmm. So, um, going to uh, Steak Night, which sounds very similar to Steak Knife. Steak Knife. <laughs> steak Knife. Steak Knife. Knife. What's the best part of Steak Night? Um, the steaks. The steaks. Definitely the steaks. The steaks. But wait, Scrubs isn't from Disney Television Animation. <laughs> this is still kind of a mystery to me. So, but I actually am kind of curious on what you guys have to say about Steak Night. So. Yeah, so they're walking away from the grocery store, um, kind of talking about how they're excited to do steak night again because you know they used to do it out on out on the farm, um, and 
I forget which one of them, but one of them suggests to take the subway home, and Grandma's like, never, never take the subway. They, it kind of shows how new they are yeah. to the city. Because yeah. they, they're taking the subway without any knowledge of how long it's going to be, yeah. but yet they have groceries with them. Right. And then they go to the like, subway. Maybe if it was a half-hour subway ride, and it'd silly. be... Sorry. It'd be fine. But even then, the conditions of the subway and all that. I may be remembering this They wrong. have boiled their perishables. Yeah. But, like, doesn't Tilly find, like, a pizza with a Band-Aid on it or something? <laughs> yeah, there was some. I think oh. there was a reference to pizza rat in there, if I remember correctly. It's rat pizza. Rat pizza. <laughs> the Tilly one shall be our leader. <laughs> the Tilly one shall be our leader, yes. Um... <laughs> The main thing I remember about this is that obviously it's it's kind of a lot of the same kind of gags about just, you know, there's weird people that hang out around the subway. Yeah, that is similar, similar. To, to some of the gags in uh, Welcome Home. Yeah. And then there's like a whole thing with like a bomb detecting robot. Yeah, because Cricket leaves the stakes in one of the stations and yeah. then he he has to go to try to get them back. And someone, of course, has reported the the, the stakes as a... As a mysterious package because a, a brown paper bag would certainly get mistaken for a bomb mm -hmm. i mean honestly that's not that far-fetched no because they don't want to take any chances so yeah i also i also just remembered uh, a moment from welcome home that i put in my notes um when uh when they're trying i think they're trying to find a taxi and cricket literally just throws himself at the windshield of a taxi uh and that's literally exactly what gonzo did in the great muppet caper <laughs> Taxi! <laughs> so I, I i caught that and i was like that's a great muppet caper reference oh really um another thing we're kind of jumping around all over the place but another thing i have in my notes another thing i have in my notes from uh Space chicken, but your leg ah, it's caught in a bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> All the bear traps. I kind of got some up vibes too from you know, just the whole episode <laughs> in general. How they've got like it's all developed around them. They've got this one single house right in the middle. Yeah, I put yeah. that in my notes too. Just house stands like Carl's house and up. Yep. Uh, yeah, like yes, there's, there's a scene in, at towards the end. I know we're jumping around, but I want to say it while it's in my head of steak night where like Cricket is trying to save the steak mm -hmm. and is in the track and they're saying, and Bill Green says, his the dad says, Cricket, we can buy a new steak. We can't buy a new, afford to get a new Cricket until he says, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when the power went out on the subway, yeah. My my thought immediately went to Das Subway, the Hey Arnold episode where they they all get stuck on the subway and there's the uh that the one with the fire pregnant dog with the pregnancy and the eye dog with the with the blind man. Or you also reference um you also reference the undergrounders earlier. That's another one I can think of about mm -hmm. that's you know all about the subway. <laughs> Ooh boy. Subway. 
<laughs> oh, Suabway. Suabway. Yeah. Oh, um, in Welcome Home, the towing company's slogan is your boo-boo are woohoo. I'm like, oh, that hits. <laughs> that hits too hard. I did not, oh my god. I did not catch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love talk, and welcome home. Do you want to talk about the creepy man who want, tries to get them to go in his van? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a dude oh. that's like, "Hey, get into my van!" And uh, Tilly's like, "Hey, this nice man's offering us a ride." Cr- Cricket and 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 Dad are like, yeah. Oh, "Yeah, no, no, thanks." And the guy's like, like, "Yeah, probably the right decision." Also, One. so many parking signs. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the gag with the parking signs. It's like, this is what it's like trying to figure out. It's like, okay, do I have to pay the meter to park here for 20 minutes while I go to this restaurant in Tampa or not? I don't know. Yeah, I used to, I used to have DJ gigs a lot in downtown. And um, it, like, I, it always confused me whether or not parking was free, like, or not, as far as like, just parallel parking on the side. <laughs> so I, 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 I felt that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 One thing I thought was really funny in the uh, Space Chickens, the dad had a book called like um, my, my Tractor and Me. <laughs> and I'm like, as someone who 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 wants to buy a real tractor, I, I felt that special relationship when you have a tractor. Mm-hmm. We definitely yeah. all felt a lot with this show. <laughs> yes, it's it's a really fun show, and I believe there is a a theory or a, um, a bunch of people have identified and like had canon like Tilly as being um on the autism spectrum I think oh that a lot of, surprise me yeah mm-hmm. a lot of people identify with her and so I just thought that was something to bring up <laughs> yeah that, that that would that would make sense I would not be surprised they, if that was yeah all, all the kids have their own quirks that get a few yeah. diagnoses around yeah. 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 Well, one one thing that I find interesting with uh, with Cricket is he never wears shoes. Like throughout the entire series, never wears shoes. Yeah. That's that's uh that's a very rule thing. Yeah. I've got a neighbor who lives down the road who never wears shoes. Mm-hmm. So. Oh wow. <laughs> that's 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 that checks. <laughs> I was just gonna say he's just that in tune with the earth, but. Obviously, this is not that type of show, but um, <laughs> um, I, I can barely stand outside barefoot waiting for whatever delivery I get. Yeah, I, my, my feet are very sensitive. I got to have something on them if I'm going to go venture into the outside world. Yeah, I don't but think even even when I worked as a, a lifeguard at like Wet and Wild and later Volcano Bay, it's like, you know, if I'm not in the water, I really would rather have shoes on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. When I was a lifeguard, it was a mixed feeling between having shoes on and not wanting them on. Yeah. Just depends. Like, yeah, depends. around a pool is fine, but yeah. On solid concrete in the sun. Like so, if I was at Brainwash, they would be off. But if I was at like um, the the top of Mach Five or Flyer, for example, where oh the oh, the slides water or anything, yeah, I, I would I would have the shoes on. Well, Flyer was interesting because it was like you almost were kind of down in a little pit because like the 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 slides both started with a conveyor belt, and so mm. you were in the middle of that. 
Oh. Um, just pressing the button to start the ride, essentially. Right. I'm trying yeah. to remember which was which. I never been. I've never went to. Because the flyer was the one was that was like the toboggan style slide, where it was like the four oh. person line raft. Gotcha. And then Mach Five was the the mats on top of that. On this, they were on the same tower. Go speed racer. <laughs> that was that um, was my park. I missed that park. Yeah, I never went, but I, I like I always wanted to go, but then I just I, didn't get the chance. I've been to a water park because I don't I don't like getting in the water that much, especially not because some of those slides, not all of them. When you get to the bottom, you go right under. Right. And I cannot stand going. I can't stand get being under the water. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like with like the rafts and stuff, don't do that because you're floating. Right. Uh, so so so, Micah, you would be most at home, I think, at Holiday World's water park where they only have raft slides. Yeah. Because they don't have any slides that are just body slides. That's I think the only water park I actually I actually know and like we're gonna definitely do on my trip that I'm doing, because it's like all the other ones I'm like eh, it's kind of just the most of them kind of have the same stuff so it's like I can get the greatest hits of it at Holiday World anyway. Mm. Yeah. Holiday World. <laughs> Holiday World. I don't know what that was, but <laughs> I was um, trying to do that one the the song. For there's me. an episode. No, there's I've... an episode of Big City Greens. With Tom Hanks in it briefly. Oh, there is really what? Yeah. yeah. If if I expl- if I tell you about it, um, it will kind of ruin the joke. Okay. So it's not. It's not his brother. It actually is Tom Hanks. It's actually Tom Hanks, and you can. It's tell not Jim. Any tell that it was recorded dur- during the pandemic, like in his house or something, because just the way the audio sounds sounds like it was recorded at home on a computer. Mm. Oh, you mean like a podcast? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, like this very one it's, yeah i don't remember that i don't remember i wish i could remember the name of the episode i want to say it's cheap show but i don't think that's it it's a, a like a bottle episode basically i'll probably watch it eventually this is yeah this is, I, I, I really want to get i really want to get caught up on season two because yeah I, this is just such a fun show it's like i don't even know if we have a whole lot else to say because i think we kind of went through everything yeah is that all of steak night that you guys went through I think so because yeah, uh, I mean I don't really uh, I don't really it's not as at fresh end, in my head because I didn't end, just watch it. At the end, they're talking about how now that the steak is gone, they have to figure out what they're going to eat or something. Oh yeah, so, don't worry, the subway will provide, it, and she gets the pizza, tries to eat the pizza with the bandaid on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> remember what's important, and and that family. Family is the it's what are we a family is the greatest adventure family of all. Family is the greatest adventure of all. Family is the greatest foot school of all. Aww. <laughs> family is the heart of steak night. Yes, family is, family the, heart is steak the greatest night. steak of all. Now I want a steak uh, night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like going to Publix and getting a steak now. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that would be good. <laughs> Maybe what I do. Public still open? <laughs> yeah it's a little late for that but maybe tomorrow tomorrow that works <laughs> all we get is ribs knife <laughs> ribs i do like ribs too. too ribs are good Ooh. i've got some ribs i'm going to texas next week so i plan on eating some barbecue oh yeah lots of like i know i gotta do that in st louis i know i gotta get some ribs in st louis i've never been to missouri 
I shall well, apologize to any vegans listening because uh, <laughs> definitely Texas, talked a lot about meat. St. Louis, where is it in Texas where they have <laughs> the Rainforest Cafe that for some reason has a ride in it? Isn't that in uh, Galveston? It might be. I don't know. Tony was talking about it the other day. Um, yeah, there's a Rainforest Cafe that just randomly has a ride. Like, yeah. Um, a, 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 like what kind about- of ride? <laughs> It's just like it's like Cali River Rapids, but inside and with no rapids. With no rapids. And what? They what? Talk, they were talking about <laughs> the, the Disney for, Land Forward thing, and at yeah. one point, Tony went on a tangent about someday he he considered if he had the time just going to all the standalone rides in the country, like a road trip. <laughs> there's a yeah. bunch of weird rides that have no theme parks attached to them. Yeah, there's yeah. just there's just like roadside attractions that Jungle are just track, boat ride. But don't go on the slingshot at Old Town. I'd still do it. Did you guys hear about that? Was wait, was that what the you know, the, spot the cable snapped? Them? Yeah, the cable snapped on the slingshot at Old Town. Oh no! Oh my god! I didn't know Did it was that. The fun spot considered itself a theme park. Hmm. It says Fun Spot Family Theme Park. So is the theme of Fun Spot, it's a, it's amusement park themed? I think the theme is supposed to be fun. We've had, I, this debate has been had. I guess, And it's yeah. dumb. It's okay, but amusement- I'm looking at this rainforest ride, and um, yeah, I want to go check this out. Well, the one I know I have to do is I have to do the Jurassic River boat yeah. ride. <laughs> well, yeah. I go to, All the things are broken down. When I, when I go to um, Pterodactyl Caring Forge. They have fake tourists outside that one. I, I that, that just blows my mind. I'm like, why would you do that? That's just creepy. I've like, seen man. the exterior for that one. <laughs> yeah, I got the great. I got a great idea for our new attraction. We're gonna build a boat ride, and we're gonna have a bunch of fake tourists outside of it. That's my Grunkle Stan impression. We're gonna have a boat ride with a bunch of fake tourists outside it. Well, I th- I think we I, I think that's about it for Big City Greens. I think we. Yeah. Gone off on gone over everything and gone on several tangents as per usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, does anyone have anything they want to plug? Andrew, as, as we meant, as we alluded to earlier in the podcast, Andrew, uh, Andrew, Mika, and I will be back in the next episode. Yes, yes, um, yeah. So, Andrew, Micah, and scott are going to be back in the next episode that we have already recorded at this time just because of scheduling and well not, not even scheduling just internet problems so um oh, expect, that soon. Ex- expect that soon that's going to be a fun one but other than yeah. that you can find me on twitter at the nick fan club and on instagram at scott sandler 94 pretty soon i'm gonna start my very own podcast called the realm of immersion where i talk about movies tv and theme parks uh and uh, if you want to follow for more updates on that go to uh, uh twitter and follow the podcast at realm immersion uh, i also have a youtube channel where i do a bunch of theme park vlogs and pretty soon some scripted stuff on youtube.com slash andrew productions and uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at aproductions09. So you got at Realm of, or you got at Realm Immersion. I got at podcast acronym. So and I got at podcast DMP. Yeah. Um, and you can also find me at, at Michael Hirsch on Twitter. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, Fireblast Studios, where you can find the Molly and Pippin Show and my latest web series, Podcasts United, 
where I animate excerpts from various podcasts out of context, including sometimes this one. Yeah, and yeah. also, I have a Patreon, which is Fireblast Studios, where you can support my work. And I have a podcast called The Emperor's New Podcast, where I usually record, uh, review various entries from the Emperor's New Groove franchise with different guests. And Chandler was on one of those episodes. Yes, I've been on, I think, I'm a, it's about to be my fourth. I think so, yeah. It's going to be my second, I think. Yay. And Joe. Yeah, so um, you can follow my farm at Twitter on mfarmfoundation. I think it's what we're also on Instagram too. Um, you can follow me personally at farmstuffs with a Z. Um, on Twitter, it's primarily where I'm at. I don't really do Instagram myself. Um, you know, follow along with the adventures of the animals. We also make some theme park inspired uh, candles and soaps and stuff that we use to support the rescue efforts that we do on the farm. Um, kind of exciting stuff going on. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much me and what we do. And thank you guys for having me on today. Thank you for coming. It was fun. It was, this was a fun one. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch more of this with Zo- um, my daughter, Zoe. I bet she'll like it. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good show. It's really it's a fun show. Really very is. entertaining. You can find me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97. I actually just released a video all about Six Flags Magic Mountain. My thoughts on the park and my critiques and what I would change. And if you like that video, I'm actually planning on doing a similar one all about my first trip to Legoland, Florida. So that's going to be coming out within the next couple weeks. In other news, uh, it's not really new news because I've been putting this at the end of my podcast for a while now. I'm actually planning on bringing back my flagship series, Theme Park Backlot, which has been on hiatus since April for obvious reasons. The next episode is going to be all about Walt Disney World Resort infrastructure, the resorts, and Disney Springs. Specifically, the changes that have happened since um, Dave made his videos about those things. So expect that within the next several months. I'm not entirely sure when it's going to be out. I just started working on it so you can also find this podcast on twitter at podcast acronym if you like this and want to hear more be sure to subscribe leave us a review and give us five stars that really helps us out in the algorithm you can find us on anchor and all the other usual places google play spotify apple podcasts and more and be sure to join us next week as we talk about milo murphy's law season one episode one going the extra milo slash the undergrounders and my good friend jonathan edwards milo murphy's law reanimated project Right here on the podcast without a cool acronym. I practice kind behavior. I smile at my neighbor. I tell a random stranger I believe in them. I babysit my little brother and love him like no other. He is a gem. And now I feel this overwhelming glee when I can plant a tree or I befriend some bees or I can spark a newfound romance for some divorcees. I want to be a ray of sunshine on a cloudy day and feed this horse hay. I always try my best to just be nice. If you ask me for my kidney, won't think twice. And my only vice is when I cater tea parties and feed my different sex and excessive Gouda cheese. Now I was talking to a llama and she gave me this advice. You gotta be the queen of nice. Mm. What? Queen of nice? Mm. Tilly, that's not what I meant when I said go hard. Also, did you say you were talking to a llama? I most certainly did.